Welcome to another episode of The Real Pause Show, where artists share their heart about their passion for what they do. Take a moment to look over the episode's description to familiarize yourself with available links as they will be mentioned throughout the podcast. And now, here's your host, Paul Weiss. Hello and welcome to The Real Paul Show. I am still unable to edit podcasts at this point, so those that I have interviewed in the past and you have a interview that I have recorded, have no fear. I am going to put your episode up, but it's going to be a little while until I can figure out how to do that without a computer. Uh, in the meantime, I'm using my phone and a new app that I found that is called Wisdom. And you can download the Wisdom app on Google or Apple, and you could join in as well and be on the show. If you're a musician or a singer or someone who has anything to do with music creation, please, I invite you to be on the show. Download the app, Wisdom, and you can do that. In the meantime, um, I am uploading these recordings to Anchor, and that is how you are hearing them now. So, without any further ado, I would like to introduce you to Samantha Ryan, and we'll hear from her, and yeah, enjoy. Okay, we are back. Welcome to the Real Paul Show live session. Um, this is a new thing for me. I have not done a live session podcast yet. This one will be published on Anchor. I see you, Samantha. Um, Samantha is our guest today, and we'll be discussing with her what music has done for her, how she's gotten into it, where she sees it going with her, with her life. And so here we are. We're going to bring Samantha up. Well, hello. <laughs> well, hello, Samantha, and welcome to The Real Paul Show. Oh, thank you. So great to be here and welcome to wisdom oh thank you it has been so awesome in experiencing this I'm and so glad just to hear that just for uh that the mention of it i do want to give a shout out to the wisdom app because this podcast is actually going to be on uh multiple networks out there and whoever's listening check it out yes, uh wisdom come join us come have fun yeah <laughs> I mean, it's not just for podcasting, but that is what I'll be using it for. Um, and I will be asking some questions about it through this podcast because this is my first time doing this. Oh, and I'm, wow. My show normally has a format, and I'm not sure how this is going to go, being that this is my first live show. Um, I usually have three main questions that I ask. Okay. And I'll I'll go ahead and blurt all three out so that you can kind of have it in your in your mind of you know what's coming up next. The the first question that I'll ask will be um you know how did you get into music? What was it that drew you to the music? And the second question is um what does music do for you right now in this point of your life? And the third question is where do you see it taking you? So oh, that's goodness. I love those questions. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I love that's it. the format that I've been using. And then I just kind of interject questions along the way because of course as we talk, there'll be things come up that I want to know more about. So sure. and I want to shout out Angelina Frost. I saw her clap earlier. She was on my stage last night. I do an open mic night on um on weekends and she got up and sang the most amazing rendition of imagine i think i've ever heard it literally had tears in my eyes oh, i so uh, needed to yeah. hear that at that moment and it was just awe-inspiring yeah. it was breathtaking and surreal and completely like out of the blue you know um so shout out to angelina frost awesome. <laughs> she's incredible awesome <laughs> That is that is awesome. And music has a way of doing oh, that. Oh, no kidding. No people, kidding. Well, that's why know? I do the open mic shows because 
I believe everyone needs that 15 minutes where they have a captivated audience that wants nothing more than to see them succeed and thrive and be their best selves. It bolsters creativity and confidence. There's literally no reason why you shouldn't get up on open mic night and sing your heart out or read a poem or a short story, whatever you want to do. You know, the stage is yours. Just enjoy it. Right. That is, that is an awesome thing. And yeah, I was just talking in the, in the previous set that I did, um, you know, that music is basically become to me like my first language, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. my second language being English, but you know, whatever language you speak, it, it it's the spoken word is like a second language as far as I'm concerned. And music is our first language. Music um, and, and mathematics. That comes, that's for me. Right. <laughs> and, and the thing is, Whenever you like, if you look at it, I don't know about other religions necessarily, but if you look at like the the Bible, even in a common sense way of looking at it, mm-hmm. um, you see that music was prior to humanity. Um, right. Because right. Satan, Satan was known as Lucifer, and Lucifer was the head angel of the choir of the music, you know. And so there's way more to music than we know. And whether you believe in Christianity or whatever, the frequencies are powerful. They're enthralling, aren't they? (laughs) I love them. They are. They are. Um, But, you know, I mean, we could go on and on and on about this stuff. And uh Actually, I mean, let's go ahead and, and, and talk a little more. I think you were about to say something and you have four minutes left on this yeah, one. I, uh, so then I don't subscribe to I'll any religion through. in particular. You know, I don't see any reason why I need to at this juncture in my life. You know, I'm just kind of like one mm. with the divine and we're cool and we're on the, the path to healing and growth. And that's great for me. And um, mm. I, uh, I don't want to force myself into believing something that I can't give my whole heart to, if that makes any sense, you know? Um, But I believe that music has played such an integral role in uh, especially organized religions throughout the world. Absolutely. I mean, look at, look at um, Mm -hmm. Christian church celebrations. Everyone gets together and sings you know, hymns together at the beginning of the service. And that's to unite people under one roof, under one melody. Mm. That's beautiful. Right. Right. And, and even, even, I don't, I don't think it's organized, but like Native American, Mm -hmm. you know, they would come together and they would play and they would have festivities around music. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot, they, they actually, that culture influences my music. Um, oh, wonderful! Because my last release that I mentioned earlier, it was um, it's it's called uh, I called the album uh, "Live from the Heart" because I did a live on TikTok, and uh, it just kind of surprised me at how I think how well it turned out. Oh, and I can't so wait I used, to hear it! That makes me so excited. <laughs> I used that recording. I split it into three parts and and made an album, my first album, actually. And uh, it, it has that Indian, that Native American uh, influence in, in the sound that it so has. So how did it feel to release your first full project into the wild? That one, um, the, the first project was actually one single song, but the first album uh, release, it was awesome. I mean, it just, it was so naturally done that I was like, uh, I just did that, <laughs> you know? Words almost can't describe it, right? It's otherworldly, yeah. you know? Like, and I it, did the thing, was... I accomplished this, I made this happen, this didn't exist before I had yeah. the idea in my head, and now it's here, and it's almost tangible, and right. yes, yes! <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And it, and I mean, I was so excited. I listened to my own album like every day for a good solid month. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel that. But, um, <laughs> I totally feel that. I typically it, don't listen to my music a lot because as a vocalist, I get really sick and tired of having to sing the same thing over and over again. So when it's finally come to fruition right. and it's complete, I'm like, hey, that was great. <laughs> Let's look forward to something yeah. new. <laughs> And that's not uncommon. That's not uncommon among musicians. I've found through talking to multiple musicians this year that like listening to your own music, uh, some of them have said various things, but the one commonality through all of them has been that they don't like listening to their own music because no matter how perfected it gets, they still hear that. They still hear that one yep. breath wrong or that one note that wasn't mm-hmm. quite right or something wasn't right and it irritates them. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, and I think that's where like, uh, even in my earlier music, I was the same way, but with this last one, I didn't have anything to like, when I played that last album, it was literally just me sitting down behind my keyboard mm-hmm. with my steel tongue drum and my wooden recorder and my voice and I had no wow. preconceived ideas of how it was going to sound what I was going to do I just let it go and That's just amazing. was in the moment that is so super and- rad and I think that's why I listened to it so much and enjoyed it because I could sit there and and actually, if you listen to, uh, what was it? Frequency connection at about a minute or two into it, you'll hear me kind of giggle and laugh because like I said, I was just letting everything go and I just hit a wrong note, but you don't hear it being a wrong note. And I knew that in the moment that I was playing it and I just laughed because I felt so relieved that I'm not playing to play a certain tune so if I if I play a note that I was planning on going one direction and it took me another direction I went with it and I loved that feeling of freedom actually as I listen to it now I kind of get this feeling of flight and so it just it's it's like a freedom feeling to me when I listen to that particular album. Sure. And that's amazing. And I'm so glad that you have that truly. Um birds make a an appearance in a lot of my lyrics for for a lot of the same reasons. You know, they represent so many things like flight, passage home, um, you know just birdly things <laughs> and I write about them a lot and uh and I love that analogy yeah right so being that we're kind of shifting on that let's go ahead and go with the first question sure. and that is you know what in your life what at what point did you say you know what music <laughs> has something and it's something I, I want to do and, and I don't think anyone what is believes it? me when I tell them this story and I've told this story so many times on this app I was five years old and I sang Silent Night mm-hmm. in front of my congregation and I knew right then and there that I was meant to be a musician in some shape form or another and every decision I made after that was to further my journey into music, you know, um, or every decision that I was allowed to make for myself, you know, I was a kid, but, um, I knew right then and there, Mm -hmm. that's what I was meant to do. That's what my purpose was. That's my, my goal. That's my being, that's my everything. And I loved it. I loved it so much. And to this day, I still remember how it felt to be that little girl and sing those notes and, just feel at one with the music and the divine and that spirit you know it's truly breathtaking Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so like i mean at that age it was it from what i'm hearing it it was like a a wonder uh an excitement that drove you towards it you know it was even more than that i at five years old, it's hard to put into words exactly how I felt, 
but I knew it was something mm-hmm. so much larger than what I was. That's really awesome. Thank you. That is really cool. <laughs> um, and so now that you've progressed in your life and in the music and in learning how music works, mm-hmm. uh, have you have you had classes along the way or have you oh, developed sure. this learning yeah. yourself? I'm actually, I, I, I'm a professional voice coach on top of everything else. I'm accredited and, and everything. Um, I, you know, of course, did choir in, in high school and college and took professional voice lessons. I was very careful to make sure that I sang correctly so that I didn't damage my mm-hmm. vocal cords. That's something you'll hear me talk about all the time because I get very concerned that people are not taking good care of their vocal cords and it worries me. And uh, yeah, yeah, um, I've had professional coaching. Um, I don't think the level of music that I do, I I don't think there's anybody out there who hasn't had some amount of professional coaching, you know, at least breath work, Mm -hmm. diaphragm work, um, something, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, for for the most part, for me, the only maybe semi-professional coaching I've had was my choir director. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes back to when I was a teenager, and he would actually have us do the warm-ups, and mm-hmm. the, the diction is done with the tip of the tongue and the teeth, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Um, <laughs> And and the the scales, he would go up yeah. and down the scales with us and stuff, do just to get us so warmed do, up. So me do, so do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I mean, that's about the extent of what I've been trained. So I would really but like to have, have more have a background in it. You know, um, you have the foundations. Yeah. You have some fundamental knowledge of what it means to sing correctly. And my whole spiel is I will teach you how to sing correctly. And then together we will deconstruct that in a safe way so that you can have the voice that you desire. You know? Yeah. You know, just since we're on this, it's like today we were singing a song that was just at the edge of my high range. Mm -hmm. And every time we do that, I crack. Let me guess. Um, um, You're looking up when you sing that high, right? Uh, There's no doubt in my mind that that's what you're doing because that's what everybody does. The next time you sing that note, like, I want you to look down with your chin pointed towards your chest and you will feel your vocal cords loosening, okay, and opening up and it will allow you to attack that note so much easier. Mm-hmm. Really? Absolutely. That's simple, if huh? you look up, it strains your vocal cords very unnaturally. Huh. Okay. I'll give it a try next yep. time. Because we hit those a lot. <laughs> but uh, all right. Let's let's dive into the the second question. And um that is like, what is it that music does for you now? Oh my um, god. I don't even know how to begin to answer that question. I really don't. Is everything an acceptable <laughs> answer? You know? Um, well, <laughs> I, uh, I think our listeners want more than that. <laughs> right, right. Um, I will tell you, without going too deep into some, you know, some personal history, I, I am uh, growing from some pretty severe trauma, and that's helped tremendously. The process of creating this new album that I'm making with my band has helped exponentially in ways that I couldn't have even fathomed it would when we first began the project. Um, I am Mm -hmm. writing in a way that I've never experienced before, which is amazing to me as a songwriter. And uh, it's, Mm -hmm. it's so, Oh, what's the word I want to (laughs) use? Um, it's magnificent to to progress like that, you know, but actually yeah. have a timetable of that progression that I can look back on and say, hey, remember when I wrote like that? Well, that's not the case anymore. And that's kind of cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? 
right? Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, it, it's, it, you know, it always links to that. It really does. It always links to the people who write music, who sing music. Um, I haven't really had a chance to talk to the underdogs yet, like the producers, the managers, the, the engineers. Um, so it'll be interesting once I finally mm -hmm. get to talk to one of them. But for the singers and the musicians. Well, you could talk to John, my uh, my bandmate. He's the producer and, uh, and an engineer. Awesome. Yeah. I'm sure he would love to have that yeah. chance to get, speak get, with you. Get him connected. I will. Please. I will. He I would loves love wisdom. I've interviewed him once here on the show. And every now and then when I do my open mics, if I happen to be at the studio and he's there, he'll come join me. And it's a good time. He's a great guy. Yeah. But so going back to what I was saying, the, 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 the emotional connection is always present mm -hmm. when it comes to music. So yeah. I have a feeling that I'm not the only person who sees music as either. I mean, for me, it's my first language because I just have a really difficult time communicating mm -hmm. in a way of everyday talk. I can sit here and talk on this thing forever, but um whenever it comes to communicating to a friend or any of my past relationships, mm -hmm. the communication doesn't always come out how I really intend or feel it. And that's what I like sure. about music because I can create it how I'm feeling. I don't have to give it words. You know, I can just I'm a bang on the different. keyboard when I'm mad. No. I, I love the idea that when I create something, that it can be interpreted in a myriad of ways by a myriad of different people, but we're all connected under right. this umbrella of shared creation. I think that's one of the coolest feelings yeah. in the world. Yep. And I, I totally agree with that. It's like, um, you know, like I mentioned with the whole uh, live from the heart, that was that was the first um, release of music period that uh -huh. I had done with just a free flowing, um, just, just enjoy the moment. Yeah. And that's brilliant. That's so brilliant. And um, so, yeah, it just, it just was, and I want to do more like that, but the, the, the thing is, I'm not the typical musician where you can just, okay, I'm going to write a song. It's going to be about this. I'm going to write the lyrics and I'm going to write the music and I'm going to make it sound good. And I'm going to do this, that, and the other. I, I don't. Can I give you a secret? Okay, I'm not saying. There is no such thing as a typical that? musician. We all have a different formula that works <laughs> for us. Everybody's creative process is True. completely different. Whatever works for you is the sure. best avenue for you you know um that doesn't mean you can't explore other avenues of creativity that's awesome but if you find something that works for you right man utilize it also i want to shout out dr rao because i saw him waving yeah. down below and he's one of my favorite guys yeah. on wisdom he's he's so great <laughs> oh where do you see all this stuff i don't see any claps i don't oh, see anything down at, i just down see at you the bottom me. Um, when somebody waves or claps or sends a heart, it'll be at the bottom of the screen and scroll up. Oh, oh okay. All right. Well, hi, Dr. Rao. <laughs> I've, I've talked with him multiple times, actually. Um, I've been on here for a week, and I think his is one of the only ones I've really, like, been interactive with. Oh, yes, I so love much talking. wisdom. I, it's just... I, I love talking philosophy yes. and, and stuff like that. So it, it's just fun. Such a brilliant and, mind. Yeah, and um, so uh, let's let's go ahead and go to the third question. Sure. And uh, where do you see music taking you? Do you see it as something that you will be doing a lot of releases? Will you oh, be traveling? Will it be more? I have multiple releases. Mm -hmm. I have I have uh, performed on every continent except the Antarctic. I always say. It's because penguins don't want to hear my music and that's on them. <laughs> you know? um, I have been so truly blessed with my life uh, and my life's work in music. 
Um, and I don't intend on slowing down anytime soon. So I guess the question to that is, it's infinite. It could go anywhere. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Right. Right. Thank cool. you. I like Thank that Thank you. It's, it's true. <laughs> yeah. You really, you know, as a musician, especially for uh, the style that I do, and I've, I think I wrote it in the about me section on my mm -hmm. website. And whenever I create music, a lot of times, you know, when the mood strikes, I'll kind of have a concept of, okay, well, this emotion is going to sound like this. Mm -hmm. And then I start playing and it goes a totally different route. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many times and John like, and I have tried to create a disco song? And it's turned into <laughs> completely different. We literally have a song called Disco, Not Disco right now because we don't know what else to call it. Oh, yeah. that's nice. I like that. <laughs> We've tried like five <laughs> times. <laughs> but it's, it's fascinating to me because music, it literally has a life of its own mm -hmm. um, to the point where I, I I don't know how crazy people are going to think I am whenever I say this, but I was leaving church one day and I literally felt like the piano was calling me. I, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I was being drawn to the piano and they, sure. they don't mind if I go over there after church and play it. So I I walked over there and just started, you know, just doing something new and out of that came a piece that i haven't released yet and it's it was part of a seven song album that i want to release in the future but uh it was part of the heart chakra and okay it just sounded it was so simple it wasn't like corded i didn't play any chords i just plucked out a tune mm -hmm. And I think, actually, no, I think I did put some chords to it. I just had it in the, the same key I normally play in that I only know those keys, those chords. But um, it was just this, exactly what it, it, oh, and the funny part was, okay, I had already had the idea for this album. And I didn't go to the piano intending, okay, I'm going to play the heart chakra. I just felt this urge to play. So mm -hmm. I played. And when I played it, I'm like, oh, that's really pretty. And then I get home. And the idea of the album was I was going to have the frequencies of each chakra behind the music. Oh, that's beautiful. And so I, I was like, you know what? I wonder if that would fit into one of those frequency sounds, mm -hmm. if it would harmonize with it. And I tried each one and I got to the heart chakra and it was a perfect Oh, that's brilliant. I love synchronicity and, and music I mean, like that. That makes me smile from ear to ear. I got chills when I, I not only did I get chills, I literally cried yeah. because I was like, that's it. That's the part. And, yeah. and I put it in there and it's, it's sitting on my computer until I can find someone, uh, listeners, if you have the, the seven singing bowls, um, I would really like to get connected with you and see if you wouldn't mind recording just a three-minute segment of each bowl, and that would enable me to go forward with that album. But um, anyway, so we've already answered the three questions, and is there a way to tell how much time we've had? Um, at the end of this, it'll be 30 minutes. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> And that's about right for the, the podcast, but okay. we can continue talking and I'll just chop off. Sure. Um, and if anyone else wants to come up and talk about music, man, please feel free. This is the greatest topic on earth as far as I'm concerned. And music is healing and, and wonderful. And uh, you guys already know how I feel about music. Music is my everything. I could talk for hours about this stuff. I know, right? <laughs> Whenever I first started this podcast, I had started it on an app called Stereo. Mm -hmm. And it's very similar to this, but it was very heavy with trolls. Mm. And people could, instead of coming up and talking live, um, you would be talking with a guest and the people that were listening could record like a 30 second 
clip and those would be in the queue and then you could play them and talk about them on air huh. but the problem was you wouldn't see who was coming up and you oh. wouldn't know yeah and so you would just constantly get these people <laughs> popping in and just doing like prank calls on your show oh that's not cool so, no yeah. not at all <laughs> so I got discouraged and that's why for 2021 I only did my podcast for like maybe a month mm-hmm. and uh, it wasn't until 2022 that I started uh, back and I, I just decided to go ahead and create season two and I did season two and then I started season well, aren't three. aren't you glad that you did? I that's really amazing. am. I mean, Congratulations. I cannot, I'm so happy you picked it back up. Thank you. Yeah, and I cannot <laughs> thank all of the musicians I've talked to enough for coming on the show because they've really enriched my life. And I, I'm positive that the listeners who have heard them have also been enriched by what they had to say. Um, one of them was actually my choir director at my current church. Oh, and wow. he was he was in the band uh in the navy i believe it was navy and um so you know one of my friends listened to his podcast and she said it brought her to tears wow so it's like you know just to be able to interview these people and let them tell their story is just I, I have no words for it. it. It's just amazing. That is so super cool. I'm so happy for you. I love that. I feel like I do something similar in my lyrics. Um, like I have the ability mm-hmm. to write about somebody's experience through my lens, of course, but I try mm-hmm. and tell their story, you know, um, and I want to give life and credence to the emotions that were felt because they were real and valid and created by a human for human reasons, you know? Right. And we all have life experiences that they can be used as lessons or as encouragements. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even our negative points in our life can be used as something positive if we let them. I'm learning that slowly but surely, for sure. Exactly, exactly. And, and that is, uh, that is the whole purpose of the real Paul show. (laughs) And um, you're coming. Oh, yeah, you dropped out before I could say, let's go ahead and have you come back up. And then we'll do a closeout. And I'll invite whoever else would like to come up. Oh, Dr. Rao, if you're still here, I will bring you up after I didn't see you pop up. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say. I can't hey. wait to hear what Dr. Rell has to say. That's so exciting. <laughs> I know, me too. So I just wanted to say thank you so much oh, for coming man, to my be pleasure. my first guest of, of a live show. So, oh, this was so um, cool. This was so cool. And thank you for letting me be your first guest. But kudos to you oh. for venturing out and trying something new and, uh, and just doing it man like you did the thing pat yourself on the back (laughs) thank you that's incredible yeah and and plus i am kind of a hermit so this is a way for me to get over it without being face to face right yet with people and um it's a a journey man it's progress you know baby steps so all right and so yeah so before we go let me ask you to give your information of you know your your uh, voice coach, you're, you're a singer and everything. Oh, sure. so yeah. So my give your information website album, and everything. My latest album is called Concrete and Chrysanthemums. It can be found on Bandcamp. You can download it for free because I believe in giving music away for free. Once I release it into the world, it is a gift. And it would be weird if I went to your Christmas party and I was like, here is your Christmas gift. You owe me $50. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so I just give my music away. Um, and, uh, as far as my voice coaching, you can just direct message me on here on Instagram. I have plenty of testimonials. Uh, I typically do a short free session where we get to know one another. You get to know my style. If it works for you, great. 
we can schedule something from there. And if you're looking for something different, hey, you know, that's perfectly fine too. I get it. And um, as far as the album and when it should be done, I want to say two months, but I've been saying two months for like four months now. So I'm trying to give myself <laughs> a little bit of grace. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're, we're right. so close. We're so gosh darn close. We could see the finish line. It's almost there. <laughs> so uh, look for that at least by the end of the year. <laughs> right, right. All right. Awesome. Thank you so yeah. much again. And I'm sure we'll be talking again oh, soon. We'll be great so. friends. <laughs> Thank you for having me on. <laughs> you have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. All right. You too. Bye-bye. And Dr. Rao, if you're still here. This episode is brought to you by The Shop. Need a fresh new haircut? Check out The Shop, located in Lehigh Acres, Florida. That's The Shop, D-A. S-H-O-P. Check them out on Google. We now return you to the interview. Hello, and welcome hey, to my show. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. How are you doing today, sir? So... I'm doing very good. I did a couple of films this morning, and uh, one is about renaissance of uh, our culture, a civilization by uh, inner exploration. You know, that's my pet theme. Something came up yesterday with a friend, so I thought I will share the same thing here. You know, and then I did a couple of films by other friends, and I saw you, and then uh, Samantha too talking about music couple of things came up to my mind that I wanted to share with you, you know. <clears throat> One is what is called a rasa siddhi. That means musicians, when they experience that creative fulfillment and out of that, their music swells up, you know. So they kind of attain uh, uh, that fulfillment. Mm -hmm. uh, that's they call rasa siddhi. Siddhi means a, a you know, attaining uh, fulfillment. Rasa means the, the sense of musicality, you know, uh, you and everybody else has it. But the thing is, there is a process for that that I was, I'm more interested to tell you about, you know. Um, when your conscious thought process okay. is really controlled and then you go beyond that, then you go into the creative realm of producing music or art or uh, literature, anything, right? So it seems like uh, you are in a different dimension of intelligence that flows through you and uses you as a conduit to be expressed. Uh, you know, that makes sense. Right. Yes, yes, definitely, because that is exactly yes. how it feels. Like I said with that, that last yeah. album that I did, I just let go. I didn't have any preconceived ideas as to where it was going to yeah. go. That they consider as a grace from the divinity, you know? And then they kind mm -hmm. of gave a name for a, the goddess who oversees that. It's called Saraswati. But then they made people feel like uh, her grace will come if you can... Uh, meditate and pray and then calm your mind, you know, and that worked wonderfully to a lot of people right. um, mm -hmm. that they are uncovering the gifts that they have underneath. So that right. Would you say that, would you say that even in so like how I explained, like the, the piece that I did was just letting go? Yeah. Would you say that that is a form that of meditation? Yes, that letting go is everything. Because you are letting go your uh, uh, musings of conscious whatever comes to your yeah. mind because of the your uh, conditioning or your exposure to certain way of uh, 
uh, thing and all that uh, they didn't have to think that much in the olden days because they were taking care of their kings and all that so they were always uh, right. were able to sit down and meditate and then approach their arts there are supposed to be 64 arts that a human mm-hmm. can do and uh, there was a big uh, uh, text for that uh, way back that's called samaveda and out of that all these things come and then they describe about those kind of alternate states we describe nowadays you know uh, but actually it's actually your mm-hmm. own artistic experience as you go into the creativity part of it i don't know whether i make any sense to you because right, i'm right. just uh, so, telling you about the sarasa siddhi which i understand what it is and i have met some people who are extraordinarily talented uh, but they don't have the sense of uh, egoistic uh, affirmation saying that i am so good because they were so humble they would say music is like a sea i only drank a couple of uh, water that comes into my hands and i have so much more to learn even the uh, mm-hmm. one of the singers i i really love him his name is esdas from the um, southern india and he sings a very good uh, carnatic music is a classical music and also he can do the pop music like you know like a, a contemporary entertainment music either way uh, he's so good i got stuck with mm-hmm. his voice you know and i collected a lot of the music and i i like to play yeah. that in my uh, wellness club when i do the yoga classes in the background so that people can do that see some of them can be distracting that's why i don't play them but sometimes when they yeah <laughs> then i play them so just to um, right let them have a taste of it you know right right and you know you said something earlier as you were talking that um when i asked you about music and how i just let go yeah. of is that meditation but mm-hmm. you said something about how the the i guess the ancients or the people yeah. you were talking about were it's very simple actually meditate the yeah. meditate go before they go into their art yeah and i'm thinking you know is that something that you think would be a good idea is to like meditate oh yeah oh yeah creating... wonderful yeah it is wonderful yeah. because uh, um it does uh, give you um more uh in- involvement or immersement in your creative mm-hmm. side of things what it is is sense it's very simple like you see um most of these tunes uh, and rhythms are really you don't think them out you feel them out don't you yeah so right. the yes. more you are a thinker you are an analyzer the less of that uh, musicality will be affected so right right and that's where like i've i've kind of shied away from music theory yeah not only because i really have a difficult time learning yeah um because of my learning disabilities but i mm. i try my best not to use those as a crutch yeah. but um i my mind just blanked sorry but i i oh anyway just, i i approach music more of like what you were just saying you feel it um and the yes. the only drawback to that angle is whenever i create music it's a lot of time in between because uh-huh. i'll i'll create a song and release it because i was in the moment but that moment yeah is not always there. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, a... I would like to produce more, but I can't because <laughs> I rely on my emotions to be yeah. at a high end, whether it's high happy, high anxious, high depressed, high angry. Those times are when I find that I'm most creative. You know what I found uh, Paul, uh, I think this makes a lot of sense to you because when I studied uh, the mind and when we study the role of thinking that is playing havoc in our uh, civilization either east or west you know uh, what i found yesterday as well they were kind of 
used that for practical things, but they did not apply to assess themselves. You know, they wanted to be who they are. For example, musicality, right? I discovered my son was uh, musically gifted and in two years of age, he was singing a different language tune, word to word in the same tune beautifully, right? And uh, we, he picked it up. He just didn't listen. He picked it up and he sang it in his voice and all that. Then I knew that he has that uh, music sense. Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously that was true. And then later on, we kind of encouraged him uh, to really pursue that music. And also we kind of aided him, not really pushed him or anything, kind of uh, arranged all the circumstances and everything. Then something very interesting happened. He put, uh, he, he picked up trumpet. I know, I told you about that. And then he became a, a accomplished musician of that. He got a lot of awards and all that. But I told him, don't listen to the applause. Okay. Keep your uh, thing like a humble and also keep it uh, on the, um, the creative part of it. Right. Otherwise, everybody is getting sucked into how many sales, mm -hmm. how much material success, how much fame and all. That is the corruption that you want to be uh, uh, kind of guarding your kids. <coughs> see? see, what happened was he picked it up and then he began to play the trumpet. I think in the middle school, I don't know which grade it was, but I forgot. But then uh, I, I used to go and participate in his live events and all that, right? And, and because I have my own practice, I could... Uh, make room for that and go there and listen to him and it's in the same town so it's no big deal but then as i was seeing it um, as I was, he was developing uh, there was an incident with the music teacher you know uh, it seems uh, my son wanted to create a tune by himself but then uh, they were kind mm -hmm. of uh, you know uh, stopping him to ring that because he wanted to practice the tradition too so he's regimenting him in a way I said that's exactly not he's supposed to do. He's supposed to allow him to generate his creative juices, and out of that, his own music will come. Right? I'm not going to right. tell Paul play piano like this because I'm the authority. Then you won't be expressing your creativity. Right? Uh, even if I'm accomplished, I'm not. But right. even if I'm accomplished in that, I have no business of stealing you. I can appreciate, encourage, and uh, right. enjoy, and then uh, tell you the, how I enjoyed it. That is good. But then that is what I saw in great musicians. They are so humble. They said uh, music is such a ocean that you are. So I talked to the uh, person and told him what is creativity as I understood in the ancient wisdom. And I gave him uh, examples of that and all that. Then I told him, leave him alone. Let him create himself. As long as he is not disruptive or he's not, you are really interfering with his creative process, you know, and you can come back and then he allowed him to do that. And from there onwards, he improved leaps and bounds. It's a credit of that music teacher listened to me because he could always yeah. say, oh, you are, a, you don't play instrument, you don't, I do have the musicality. Only thing is I never had a chance to learn music in the sense, right? But I I went to study of music at a pretty great depth, right. and then uh, Indian music, jazz music, both are equally uh, equally in depth uh, sciences like kind of, but science and art combined like you know you cannot just say science. But if you are seeking the truth through the music that you are creating to your um, ultimate potential, that is your truth seeking. Like you are creating a note, and that note uh, you want to right. do it the right. way it feels for you, right? And all that. That's how you create new tunes, right? You know, uh, and then if you want to be um, uh, really mm -hmm. uh, kind of adjust to somebody else's uh, demand, because even though you don't have the your heart in it, that's the problem. Because music creation itself is part of divine experience Paul. If you mix mm -hmm. that with our limited human experience, that's when it gets corrupted. Right, 
Right, exactly. And that's kind of what I was talking with Samantha earlier about. I don't know if you had come in at that I don't think. I was but kind like, of a little bit later at the end of it, I caught her. Oh, no problem. No yeah. problem. But we talked about, like, um, for me, I, I grew up yeah. in the church, and I've read the Bible, yeah. and in the initial, before the world was created even, it mm. talks about Lucifer, who now is Satan, but Lucifer, before he was um corrupted he had the job of leading the the Mm. choir or the the band you know he was in Mm. heaven as a music leader and that tells me that music precedes yes human yes yeah that but it's ingrained into it yeah that's big lessons for me because that uh, creative urge, creative process is there, and then that is our heartful. Okay, when you are heartful to right. begin with, out of the heart, mind arises because we need it for practical purposes. The problem is we identify mm-hmm. with the mind and follow out of the heart. That's the corruption you are talking about. Right. But if you really understand that and go back to your heart your creative juices flow. That is the idea of meditation mm-hmm. first and quite exactly. So there is what is called Nada Yoga, Nada Brahma, they call it. You say, uh, first there is a vibration and then uh, um, everything happened like that. Uh, the initial first uh, thing they talked about, what is called Om, right? From that, uh, that is called uh, initial sound. And from that, all the other sounds born, right? But well, if you understand mm-hmm. that uh, uh, three parts are there, and uh, um, uh, and each one has a. If you if you notice it, Paul, and you say ah, uh, ma, you see that this is happening without the tongue moving, and the oh, all of them together mm-hmm. they become the om. Oh, in the womb, there is so much uh, understanding of that there. But basically, once you understand that, you can slip into this meditative state easily. Especially if you are a musician. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't tried that one. I, I've heard that one and I've found some of the YouTube like guided meditations on that. And maybe that is something. Come on, join me. I will teach you all this meditation. I will make you a better musician just by that. (laughs) (laughs) That would be awesome. I would love to do that. And before your time runs out this time, I would like for you to go ahead and tell my listeners um, about your website and about your sessions and where they can find that. Oh, my website is bapal.net. You know, if you want to go to my services slash register, so that's my website. B A Pal, B E A P A R. Okay, B A Pal, be a friend. That's why I came up with that. <laughs> so B A Pal dot net is the website, and um, you know, Rahul Kalisu at B A Pal dot net is my email now. You know, business email. And uh, if they click on my uh, bio, most of the connections are there. And people do DM me on the Instagram and also LinkedIn. I'm more on the LinkedIn, uh, I prefer. Uh, I have a lot of messages there. I kind of try to reach out to them, you know. But lots of times, simple high things will not be answered by me. But if you have specific questions about you want to know something, or you want to work with me on something, I will answer those. Awesome. All right. Well, I think I'm going to go ahead and close this session out. But I really appreciate you coming to listen to me. I mean, I shied off and I saw all musicians talking to each other, what I'm going to say to them, you know. But then as you're talking, all these things came to me and they said, okay, I can share this, see whether... Um, the meditation part appeals to Paul or not. I think it will be useful, Paul. Yeah, I mean, we both have kind of a um, philosophical way of thinking, and I I, I think that's why we we vibe so well together in our talks. So, um, Yeah. yeah, I really do appreciate you coming up and giving us that angle on music. 
Uh, sure. Those are Check out things. my recent, uh, this morning stock on Renaissance uh, with inner transformation. I think you will like it. And then we can talk about it and then move off- offline. You can call me or you can reach me offline anytime, Paul. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, I want to uh, thank you for being on. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk again. I, I thoroughly yeah. enjoy your talks. And for anybody else out there listening right now, um, you're welcome to hop up and talk with me before I close out. So, Dr. Rao, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hello again, Samantha. <laughs> Hi again. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so you said something in your talk with Dr. Rao that made me feel like I needed to come up and point something out to you. And I use my platform as a musician to talk about this extensively. And it's this, that you are allowed to live your best life and be happy and take care of your mental health and still create amazing art. You do not have to be in that depressive state, that anxious state, those, those hypermanic states. You can be free of that and still create the most amazing pieces you could ever comprehend. Let's see, I'm still trying to figure that out. Because it's a, it's a journey, I, man, but it's so worth it. The the way that, that I explained that, it's like it, it I don't have the urge to create otherwise. And that's where I coined the phrase mm-hmm. that I have at the very top of my website. Music says what words cannot and Mm -hmm. that seems to be that seems to be what i i it fresh is frustrating to me because i do want to create outside of that but that seems to be when it only comes to me well and my suggestion is keep coming on wisdom listen to the talks from these very wise uh very knowledgeable individuals and they have helped me grow exponentially mm-hmm. and just glean what you can from them and understand yeah. that your mental health is paramount to nothing, my friend, not even music. Like you deserve to live your best life, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like to you and still create amazing pieces of work. Right. Well, I appreciate that. And I look forward to learning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm here for you anytime you want to talk, you know, or bounce ideas. Like, just get okay. a hold of me on the back channel and I'll I'll be there. All right. Okay. <laughs> talk Sounds to you good. Soon. Bye. Yeah, bye-bye. And if there is no one else that would like to come up, I'll do what I've heard one other lady do on here. I'll give you guys a, a, a five countdown. And if nobody pops up, then I'll go ahead and close this show out. But if you have any questions or comments on anything that we've talked about, go ahead and pop up now. Otherwise, I will see you guys the next show. Oh, we got somebody popping up. Unfortunately, I was unable to include the guest who came on after Samantha due to time on the recorded podcasts. But it's a Dr. James. He is um, going to be talking in another podcast that I have called Ramblings of a Fellow Sojourner. Be on the lookout for that soon. Until then, though, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your support. Anyone, anyone who has had a pre-recorded session with me on Skype, just know I am doing my best to get the situation resolved. If any of you out there would like to help support the Real Paul Show so that I can get back up and running again sooner, you can do so by going to trps.us and clicking in the menu, support my efforts. Thank you again for being here. I see you. I know that you're here, and I appreciate that. Until next time, Do what you love with no regrets. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of The Real Paul Show. We hope you enjoyed it. 
Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. And remember, do what you love with no regrets.